is the mic on? Oh, hey, I'm Annabelle, an English girl in my 20s. I landed in Australia over two years ago now, and I've been on the hunt to find my Prince Charming. It's safe to say I'm not even close to finding him. However, I have kissed a few frogs along the way and have some cracking stories worth sharing. If you love listening to hilarious dating stories, this is definitely the podcast for you. Each episode, I will be joined by guests talking about their experiences that you won't want to miss. From bathroom propositions, booty calls gone wrong, nip slips and being stood up. All will be revealed. So listen up. Oh, a little disclaimer. If you're easily offended or you don't like the use of foul language, this won't be the podcast for you. Hello everybody, welcome to Prowlin. I'm super excited about today's episode. I have one of my best friends, Jess, on the podcast who will feature a lot, I'm sure. She has forever provided me with all her great dating stories on a daily basis and they're well worth sharing. So Jess, we aren't in England anymore. How have you found Australia? Um, I think that Sydney is a bit of a playground when it comes to dating. Lots of opportunities shall we say um so yeah it's been a big learning curve for me um mainly what's it been like multiple dates I once went on two dates in one night um in the first date wasn't a very successful one and why was it not successful then (laughs) well um many many reasons so we'd gone for a couple of drinks um I looked at his photos beforehand he looked like the kind of guy I, I would be interested in. And then when I got there, um, he was probably a good like 15 kilos heavier than his photos. Um, so did I get catfished? Most likely. <laughs> um, and the conversation was just a little bit dry. So um, I ended up um, sort of getting another date arranged for a couple of hours later. Um, and then So basically when you went to the bathroom, you probably sent a message yes. to someone else, <laughs> lined it back up at the end of that date. Guilty. Um, and the second one was, was much better. Um, I actually didn't see him again, though. Um, we oh, can't have gone that well. I know. I thought it went well. And then I did the classic message the next day. Hey, great to meet you, blah, blah, blah. And then um, didn't hear a thing back. Didn't get um, a reply. Rude. No reply. I mean, the good thing was that he paid the bill, so silver linings and all that um yeah oh interesting and so back home then before you moved to sydney over two years ago now wasn't it Mm -hmm. so what were you dating back in the uk or um i I was in a relationship for about two years um we actually met on plenty of fish i don't know if you've heard of that one (laughs) i didn't think people use that these days well it was actually really awkward because when i first joined that i joined um there's another one called Plenty of Naughty Fish. Um, and I accidentally joined that one. And then everyone's display pictures were of uh, their penises and other body parts. <laughs> you were like, uh, not what I was like, I think I've got the wrong one here. Um, so yeah, I joined Plenty of Fish and then um, we met there. Um, and that was probably the first success I'd had with a dating app, so to speak. We were together about two years and then I decided to move out here and I kind of said, look, I'm, I want to go to Australia. You can sort of go if you want um, or, or not. And he chose not to. So then I come out here and then, um, have you? I haven't really met anyone since really. There's just been a lot of 
a lot of men um, <laughs> in a short period of time. You've not found your Prince Charming yet then? No, plenty of frogs. It's the same as me, with it, really. I was in a, well, two long-term relationships before I moved out to Sydney. Obviously not at the same time. <laughs> um, one after the other. Um, and yeah, similar things. I needed a change of scenery. I, I moved for a number of reasons, but came out here and I was like, oh, modern day dating, you've got all these different apps. Like, this is strange. You've got all the awkward first mm-hmm. dates. Like, back home, it was very much like, I, well, personally met people through friends of friends. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't go on online dating. Plenty of fish, I thought, was like for older people, but obviously well, not. Well, he was 10 years older than me, so maybe you're right. <laughs> and what, how do you, do you find dating in Sydney quite different to back home? I know I do. Um, I just find that, like I said earlier, it's a bit of a playground. So you'll, people tend to date multiple people at once, which is completely fine and something that I've done many times. Um, but I, th- I think it's actually quite hard to find someone that, is just interested in just dating one person because there's so many people around and you know yeah, so many I cool f- places to go to and things that like dating is fun mm, and I feel like people are always looking for the next best thing like yeah. they're always lining up a million dates so they're always just kind of like chopping and changing you know like I think back home it's I think you know people probably wouldn't date multiple people could be wrong I'm sure there's places that do but mm. I don't know from my experience and I think when you're from a smaller town I'm from Portsmouth um I mean how many people is there there like under 300,000 and I think if you if you're in that town and you're dating a couple of people you don't know if they're going to be friends right in Sydney it's bloody huge so you could be dating loads of people and not even know if they were friends or not so um and I think looking for that next best thing is something I'm definitely guilty of so I'll meet someone I have all my boxes in my head that I want someone to um, tick and there might be 80% of them that they've ticked and then, you know, well, there's someone else that I could just think is out there that I could have a better connection with. So see what are these boxes that you want ticked then? Oh, there's so many. <laughs> I know. I know you have a list. So some things I'm really shallow about. So I would like someone with... Good what? teeth. Good teeth. <laughs> good teeth, good skin, tall I mean we've talked about height um before when we've been chatting about what kind of guys we're into and I know I always want someone minimum five foot nine I know you have different um ideas on that yeah everyone knows I'm pretty sure well I am sure I'm five two like to say five three but my minimum is five ten um and it's a bit of a joke really considering your minimum's five nine and you're considerably taller yeah than and me, five five <laughs> there's something about it like I have like a weird disposition like if someone is shorter than five ten I feel like they're the same height as me even if I've got heels on or whatever mm-hmm. I'm obviously like looking up but still like feel like they're the same height and I just can't deal with someone on the same height me oh, I don't know what it is it's that's funny. Well, I think height defi- is definitely one of them. Um, you know, good job. Ideally a car, because I haven't got one of those. It's quite handy. Um, <laughs> someone to drive you around. You're like a chauffeur, wouldn't we all? Exactly. And and just someone like, one thing that I hate is someone that's tight. So I don't know, we're, we are 21st century and I don't expect a guy to be paying for everything. But I remember this one time I went on a date. It was a second date with a guy. We went to the dog in Roundwick for a roast dinner. We get to the bar, we order, we go to order our food and he says, I'll buy you a drink and you can get your own dinner. And he was the one, he was the one that said, oh, let's go for a roast dinner. <laughs> he suggested it. Yep. He picked you up, he took you there. Yep. And then he just came out with that. And the thing was, it was like $25. So I thought like, come on. Like, oh, and it's not breaking the bank no. here. And I just said, you know what? Don't worry about it. I'll buy my own drink and my own dinner. So mm. I'm a strong, independent man. <laughs> I don't need my man. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I want someone that's generous and not just with money, but time. Like that, you know, has time to spend with me. But that doesn't necessarily mean that I want them to pay for everything. But on that first day, it's just a bit tight, isn't it, really? Mm. 
Um, so yeah, generosity. It's not a great first impression. Your first impressions count. Exactly. Like, where's the wedding and dining? Mm. Um, exactly. Courting, as exactly. they say. <laughs> Those so, early yeah. stages are crucial, aren't they? Honeymoon stages? Yeah. So I don't want someone that's tight ass. Um, so yeah, generosity. Um, someone's going to make me laugh. That's really important. Got to have a bit of banter. Yeah, and a good body. Like, we both work out. We... we we, we take pride. We do. So I don't want someone that's got a dad bod. I'm sorry if no. dad bod's out there, but I would like to see some abs or at least yeah, some nice shoulders. That suits some people. Some people like dad bods. That's mm-hmm. okay. But it's you not know, for me. Not, no, not for us. <laughs> that's probably my boxes so far. That, that's all your boxes. And so obviously I called you a serial dater. I think that's a fair, fair comment. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. So, you know, how many, how many dates would you go on in, in a week? Well, you know... There was one period of my life when I think in one week I went on five dates. Five dates. Um, and it was like one after, one after the other, like throughout the week. It was most of them on weeknights, which was, was kind of weird. I remember um, when you said, yeah, when you had two in one day and it was like one, was it like lunchtime and one in the, in the afternoon or something? Yep. Wasn't it before the evening? <laughs> I don't know how you have like the energy for it. Like for me, I'm opposite. I'm mm-hmm. like, at the end of the day, I will be quite calculated in who I spend my time with I'm busy enough as it is and I will definitely be like are they worth worth investing in like for me it's a rule dates Monday to Thursday never the weekend never wish your weekend on a man no exactly (laughs) you're very good at doing weekend dates but I'm not I'm like nah not doing it but yeah you know each their own we're all different we are and the thing thing is that like sometimes uh, I think dates are fun so I'm like you know what if I have a couple in a week, then we'll just see what happens. But I also then get fed up with them, right? I mean, it's only been one time that I've had five in one week. The rest of the time, maybe like one a week, once every two weeks. So not that much of a serial data apart from that one time. But I go through phases. So I'll be dating a lot of people and then I'll be like, fuck, I'm so over, over this. <laughs> there is no men out there. <laughs> um, so yeah, well, it just depends how I'm, how I'm feeling. But don't you like forget what you said to one to the other? Yeah, the conversation. I've said, oh yeah, because I've you know I told you about blah blah blah, and they've gone no, and I'm like, oh, that was someone else. <laughs> oh, awkward. <laughs> That's awkward. <laughs> um, I mean, I had a very awkward situation recently. So I had um, this is I guess another element of two dates in one night. Um, went on a date with a guy. Went down to the sheaf. Um, had drinks. He was quite. He was a nice guy, but like it wasn't for me. So we left. And I so, remember after this because you were telling me about it, and you were like, "Oh, the one time I didn't do my research, you know, like I hadn't really prepped some questions of what I was going to ask. Yeah, and I, I was, didn't expect to turn up, and the fact that the conversation was going to, oh, just be painful. It was a bit dry. And what I've realised is when I'm not into someone, I can't actually be bothered to make the effort. So what we spoke about for about 15 minutes was pre-workout that's how everything the conversation got <laughs> like, oh dear well, my, mine's been more painful I went on, on this date once and it was so painful to a point where I had to point at a dog and go oh look at that dog are you more of a cat person or a dog person honestly it was so bad like literally that is what it had come to that's pretty again. awkward anyway carry so, this so, okay on. so the awkwardness so what happened was went on a date with him went to the sheaf went home got home ended up messaging someone that I'd kind of been like seeing a couple of weeks before um and then he, he he was out in Paddington so we came around um we're just like chatting away and then my friend I live with Rachel she come home um from a night out and we're chatting away and she says to 
the guy that's in my bed. Um, so how, you know, where, in how, your bed? How was how was your night? <laughs> I didn't think you got there yet, but <laughs> he's just there. <laughs> how was your night? How was the sheaf? And um, he looked at me, and I looked at him, and um, we both knew that I was with someone else by the look of both our faces. And then the penny dropped with Rachel, and he was the one that turned around and goes, <laughs> "That must have been another guy." Yeah. I just stood there like, "Oh no!" What and have then you done? I, I was sort of like looking at Rachel, and I was like shaking my head as if to be like, "No, no, no, no!" And then you know, the penny dropped for her, and then she was like, "All right, I'm going to go now." Um, and then I had a bit of a the awkward conversation with you know am I gonna mention that again because we've both been drinking right so was he gonna remember it and I just had to say a couple Probably. days later <laughs> FYI I was with someone else so um is what it is didn't yeah. work out yeah <laughs> rather be with you you should be pleased <laughs> yeah I said look it's a backhanded co- like compliment really because you were the one that was there not him mm. so um yeah <laughs> thanks Rachel <laughs> you really let the side down there now she's learned well, yeah, there's been other situations as well. Like I remember recently, well, I think a struggle always is people's names. Mm-hmm. Like it's quite easy easy to forget someone's name or how to pronounce their name. Oh, God. <laughs> and so I, I said to Jess recently, I was like, Jess, you do realize that if ever you forget someone's name, you just take them into a room and you, you introduce them to everyone else mm-hmm. and get them to introduce themselves. Like it's just, that's just like yeah, a normal w- thing to do. I but- wish that I'd remembered that. So <laughs> this poor guy <laughs> so same guy that I just spoke about that was in my bed and then Rachel kind of dropped me under the well threw me under the bus we were coming up in the lift um to my house and I was like oh, fuck I can't remember his name it begins with an a and I knew that Rachel my housemate was home and I'd need to be like hi Rach this is so and so so I said um how how do you say your name again and he was like well how do you think you say it and I was like oh god he knows he knows I've forgotten and I was like Ah, uh, and I got the next letter completely wrong. And then I had to be like, I'm sorry, I forgot it. <laughs> I forgot your name. <laughs> and, and then you- he said to me, he said, how many people are you dating that you forget my name? And I was like, look, I don't think I can answer that question. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, I tend to date guys. Like, I, mean, I like... Um, people from different countries so um you know people with like ethnic backgrounds i just find it more interesting people that speak another language so um the names of people that i tend to date you know they're not really like sam mm. steve they are tend to be slightly more diverse name and then sometimes you make can, it a little bit trickier you can forget how to say it so yeah and also you can always blame you know had a few drinks oh sorry i kind of forgot i mean i've never forget it, forgot it again so no, you know you've, you've learned your lesson i definitely learned my lesson without a doubt so do you feel obviously you know we're going on five days a week five dates a week or you know two in one day whatever it be mm-hmm. do you feel like it's a bit of a numbers game in in sydney oh. Massively. So I, my friend at work, Gemma, she works in marketing. She used to be a recruiter and she likened dating to doing your personal BD. So as a recruiter, um, smashing out the client calls, maybe, you know, my business development. And with dating, it's the same thing. You might have to go on 20 dates until you find one or two guys that are actually half decent, you know. So, Potential. Yeah. So definitely, definite numbers game. Um, and I think you can't get disheartened. Like I've been on so many dates and there's been no connection. You know, it just hasn't fit um but you can't give up you just gotta keep going and then you know hopefully meet someone that things go well, well with yeah definitely you gotta kiss a lot of frogs to find your prince as and there's been many frogs many frogs <laughs> too many frogs <laughs> too many frogs oh my gosh without a doubt and so one of the um one of the stories, and it's probably one of my favourite um, that you've definitely got to share, was when you went and had a lovely trip to Byron. 
<laughs> and you I, made some friends. I did. So I went to Byron. <clears throat> I think that was like November 2018 with my friend um, Lola. I went to Byron. Um, we had She had a couple of friends there that were also there for the weekend. Met a guy there. Um, we all like partied, like had a barbecue and blah, blah, blah. He lived in Sydney as well. So a couple of weeks later, when we're both back, um, we arranged to meet up. So he comes around. Um, we have a couple of drinks and then stays over and then in the morning well no he turns up with a box of lucky charms the breakfast cereal and like i wasn't that impressed he was like oh this is for breakfast and i was like where's the bloody bacon and eggs yeah lucky charms <laughs> is such a random choice of cereal i know to bring around i, know. I don't know many people that turn up turn up at that what yeah. time of night was it i mean it was probably i think it was after it might have been after harbour life um it was quite late it was quite late yeah for his did he did he bring his lunch for the next day did he bring his clothes for the next day did no he bring no no brush? He, he just lucky charms. <laughs> yeah just lucky charms and the milk so we milk. oh he brought milk to go with them so they was, weren't gonna be dry <laughs> he was prepared wow he was prepared wasn't he then uh went to sleep really loves his breakfast he does and then in the morning um i was kind of like look thanks for lucky charms but i'd rather like some bacon and eggs or something so i sent him down to coles i know you you eat like a trooper i do send him down to coles for him to do a shop and then bring some stuff back um and then and while I while he was at the shop, um, he no, that's wrong. We we were eating, we were eating the breakfast, and then while he was in the shower after, um, I remember looking on Instagram, and our mutual friend that we I'd met in Byron as well. She had uploaded a picture of her um, in her hot tub in one, in her flat um, with her and this guy, and I, I couldn't really make out who it was, and I didn't think too much of it until I swiped like the next photo, and it was a box of Lucky Charms, and it was captioned, "He knows the way to my heart." Or, Something like that. And I was thinking... like, what are the chances here? This cannot be. That there's two guys in Sydney that we both know that both bring Lucky Charms around. To anyway, so, house. So I ring her and I say, hey, um, this is a bit random, but like, who's with you? And he's who was with the you shower Yeah, this Who's point. with you last night? And she says who it was. And you know what? It's bad. I can't remember his name. No idea. Says who it was. And I was like, oh, that's funny because... Um, He's like at mine now, and apparently he he just told her a story that, you know, he was with her last night, and then he had to leave because he had to see his housemate. Yeah, his and housemate he had to he had to rush off or... and obviously take his lucky charms with him. Yeah, you know, shit excuse. So he came to mine, and he told me that he'd been out for the night. Um, so then she was fuming. Who takes lucky charms and milk on a <laughs> night out? Did he pop home first? Like, no one. What the hell? She was fuming because I think they'd kind of been like seeing each other since Byron. Um, so it was kind of like you know he'd gone around there did whatever, come to mine. And then, um, yeah, so she was human. So I said to her, right, stay on the phone and I'll confront him when he comes out of the shower. So then I said to him, he comes out and he's like getting dressed, whatever. And I'm like, so um, where were you last night? Were you with this girl? No, 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 I wasn't with her. And then she's on the phone and she goes, don't fucking lie, you were with me. And his face his pipes <laughs> up, his face just... His face dropped. Oh my God, it was hilarious. Um, and then, you know, there was a bit of to and a fro and I put the phone down and I was like, look, like, one, I don't like the fact that you've lied. Um, two, you're disgusting. And three, like, get out and take your shit breakfast with you. Um, so he left. And I think I got a message, like, um, a couple of hours later, like, I'm really sorry, blah, blah, blah. And he tried to blame her. And I was just like, look. Come on. We yeah. all know each other. Exactly. Like, it's just embarrassing. Um, so, yeah. Such That's a good story. <laughs> bad story. <laughs> I'll never forget. Lucky charm, man. Lucky charm, man. <laughs> At least you got your breakfast in, you know? At least you uh, got your breakfast. Exactly. There are, there's always a... Um, got my bacon and eggs. <laughs> yeah, there's always a silver lining to the story, without a doubt. <laughs> 
Thanks for listening. If you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe and tell your friends. I would also love to hear your dating stories. Email prowlinpodcast at hotmail.com or DM me on Insta at prowlin underscore podcast and give us a follow while you're there. See you soon. Oh, 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 o